I've been, been meaning to do this for a while. Not good to, to set up some time and, and chop it up for a little bit with our head, our head coach, our director of track and field, uh, Ryan Heberling. And, and we're so used to, you know, the, the coaching brand that you've built. We forget that you scored multiple times at the Sunbelt Conference Championships in the decathlon. <laughs> let, let us not forget about your days in the jab and decathlon. You got the trophies. I see that. We can't forget about that. You, you scored points. Many years, many years and many pounds ago. Many, many pounds ago. <laughs> Sunbelt, Funbelt days, now earning trophies in, uh, oh, yeah. in Conference USA. Uh, it's It's been a fun summer of travel for you. Just when, when the NCAA championships end, that uh, that does not necessarily mean the the complete you know vacation mode uh, per se as a as a coach because you know more and more often now we're seeing our athletes with with FIU compete in a, a number of summer competitions whether that's the Pan Am Games or or some U twenty three championships so I think uh, most recently was it Costa Rica was is the trip you just got back from uh, to tell us through because yeah. Lake Ors <laughs> competed Mikhail Valentin who who earned second team All American honors for us uh, most recently competed just take us through the, the the summer of Ryan so uh, you know. Uh- Years ago, it was like you want to get to the the conference meet, and that kind of feels like the peak of the season. Then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, we made it to regionals. That might be the peak, and you know, now we get to the national championship, and it's like, all right, that that feels like the peak of the season. With as international as our team is, and and with the the building of the program, I mean, it, it's now it feels like it's more the middle of the the season, not so much the end. We uh we had athletes competing all the way up until August this year. You know, so the the first trip we took over the summer after nationals was um, or after NCAA's was the U.S. champs. We took three athletes out to there, <clears throat> out to Eugene, Oregon. It was a great trip. You know, um, when you go to Eugene in like June, you might get and you've been with us before. You know, it's like, hey, it's it's a little warm during the days. It's really cold at night. It was about 100 degrees at all times out there. <laughs> it was the hottest I've ever been at Eugene. And I know it's known for that um, late June. So the U.S. champs were awesome. <clears throat> we had uh, Blake Orr get a medal there. We had Hannah Jansen qualify and, and uh, C.J. Servanek as well. So we had three javelin throwers there. And it, it was an awesome experience. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's really big for our student athletes to be able to have that experience uh, on the, the national stage, you know, bigger than the NCAA. I mean, they're out there with multi-million dollar professional athletes, you know. Right. So to be on that stage and get a chance to compete with them, I think was really big for that that confidence boost, you know, and when you look at the the three, they're all American, the three Americans we took out there, uh, CJ, Blake and Hannah, you know, they were all freshmen last year for us, it was their first year. So for them to be able to have that experience, and, and then for Blake to have that success and get a medal um, is huge, you know, it goes a long way. And let's fast forward to the next one. A couple weeks later, Mikael and I went down to uh, went down to Costa Rica, uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, and, and she got a chance to represent Team Haiti. I got to be a coach with them as well. And just a very eye-opening experience. Um, you know, it's been a goal of mine, you know, my entire career to, to get a chance to, to kind of work with athletes on that national stage. And Mikael's really special because she wasn't somebody we brought in who already competed on that stage. I mean, Mikael was just, you know, she was a state champion shot putter, but she wasn't somebody that was overly recruited. I think we were her only track and field offer at a high school, right. you know, so for us to come for, for her to come from that spot of, you know, no one really knew who she was to, you know, being an All-American and, and you know, getting two medals at the NACAC uh, under 23 championships. I mean, that's huge. You know, she was competing against the best of the best that pretty much this side of the world has to offer. Um, 
you know, and then for Blake and, and Blake called me up. It was really fun. A, a awesome experience. You know, I'm, I'm driving home. I have both kids in the car and they're screaming and yelling and Blake calls me. And anytime I get a phone call from an athlete over the summer, it's like, Oh gosh, what's happening? Uh-huh. Like, I gotta, I gotta take this call. So I'm like, Hey, is everything all right? What's going on? And he goes, team USA just called me. They're sending me to Puerto Rico. You got to go all this stuff. So <clears throat> I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Like what happened? And he's like, I made team USA. And it was just like such a surreal moment as I'm, you know, I'm driving home and, you know, in that, like, I, I'm at a stoplight and I'm like looking up kayak. I'm like, okay, how much are the flights? What is this? How do I make this work? Where are the hotels? Yeah. And I was at the point where it's like, ah, there's, there's just been, there's just been so much travel. I don't know if this is going to work and how is this going to work out? And so, um, you know, I, I, I went home to ask my wife and usually if I ask my wife, like, Hey, you know, there's this trip. What do you think? The usual response I would get is like, it's August, it's July. Like you're off. She, I get home and she's like, yeah, go. And I was like, no, no, no. You're, you're supposed to tell me to stay home. I want to, I want to get a little family time. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the house. Get get out of the house, you know, go do this, have fun. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, that's not the response you're supposed to tell me. You're supposed to tell me I need to stay home and be with the family. Um, Long story short, I ended up kind of looking into flights and the logistics of everything. And it just didn't work. Luckily, Blake was with Team USA and um, the the national team coach that worked with them is somebody I know pretty well. So I said, oh, Blake, you're in great hands. You're going to do awesome. And he did. He PR'd by almost three meters, I yeah, believe it was. He did. Um, he set himself up to have a huge year this year. And, and again, you you even look at some of the stuff he's done and and CJ and the whole summer group that we have, you know, Hannah, um, Mikael, they did some amazing things this summer. And you still look there and you go, wow, there's still a lot we can build on. There's still a lot more things that we can we can kind of we can kind of work through here. So I think um, the whole experience, you know, everything as a whole, it was just, it was just awesome. And that's not even including, we've had, we had multiple athletes over the summer competing and representing their countries that they just went back home and did it with their group. But we're starting to see now at FIU, we're having a much larger group that's really making FIU their home base. And what I kind of mean by that is, you know, a lot of times like we might get, um, you know, our former athlete, Philippa Miller, she would, you know, when she was over here, she was over here. And when she, when she would go home, she'd have a training group in Sweden. And now we're starting to see that even some of our international athletes, and now we're getting a larger group of Americans as well. This is home base for them. So they're here year round, they're training year round, they're doing an awesome job. And that's, I think, one of the things that as we start to, to kind of set new goals as a program, you know, there's a lot of milestones that we look at this year. One of them is this is this would be 10 years in a row, we'd had an, an athlete at the national championship, that's got to be something somewhere that means something, you know, uh, at FIU. Uh, for us, it's just one of those things like 10 years makes it tradition, you know, that makes it like an expectation. And so now we're starting to look at new little things that we can kind of put a, uh, I guess, I guess, put a put a checkbox next to, you know, and I think that next thing is just massive representation at summer track meets. And, and obviously, with the, uh, the Olympics coming up next year, we want to have athletes at the Olympic trials. So right. I think this was definitely a good little getting our feet wet kind of moment. The the more you have athletes competing at these international competitions, do do you see that that transition that that carryover in mentality when you know they may be at the Florida relays, but they're not they're not wide eyed at it or a Conference USA championship meet, and you know it's 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 not as if they don't see the value in the importance of it, but they maybe approach it a little bit differently now with a bit more maturity and, and level-headedness with those international competitions they have today. And do you see that dynamic ch- change in their mentality? Yeah, I, I would compare it to the first time I ever drove on uh, I-95 down in Miami. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. first time you're like, 
what is going on now you're just like you're, now you're we're built different now we're just and a now, different now caliber different. driver the palmetto the sorry you know the yeah, term that matter we're ready for anything easy, easy. <laughs> i think uh i think it does it, it means a lot uh something we did last year that was really important for us and we did it the year prior but we noticed a little bit more of um i think ret- a little bit more return on it a little bit more return on investment um we took a group out to to uh texas relays this year like we do every year but what I noticed was that that group, everybody that competed at that competition, it was a small group. I think it was four or five. Almost all of them made it to the national championship, which was at Texas again that, this year. Um, and then or they made it to a summer track meet, you know, so I think it was really important that you kind of get your butt kicked. You know, right. I think it, I think it's important when you not only see your heroes of the sport, but you compete against them. You know, there, that there is something to be said for that. I mean, we always want to win, but I think when you kind of, when you kind of experience a little bit of that, like, wow, like, you know, there was a moment when we were at, uh, we were at nationals, uh, USA champs and Hannah Jansen said this to me, she's like, why, I'm, why am I here? Like, I don't belong with them. And it's like, yes, you do. You kind of got to get your mindset of like, you do belong with them. And she did. She held her own. The place she went in rank, she finished there. And, and it wasn't a beautiful day. I mean, sure. I'll be completely honest. We we spent a couple of weeks where it's like, ah, summer started. You're good. You know, and then a week, uh, you know, before the meet, I go, oh, hey, by the way, you qualified for Eugene. Uh, pack your bag. We're leaving in two days. <laughs> so me as a coach, I just kind of have to expect that, you know, some yeah. of these athletes are going to go uh, and, and compete at these meets. But when you kind of look at what we do, like starting in August, you know, September, or in Mikael's case, she just never stops. You know, even right. you tell her to take an off day and she's off doing something, you know, and, and you, you just kind of look at it just like what we do becomes so much a part of your life. And it does work in kind of seasons and ebbs and flows there. But I think the biggest difference is that like our sport is one of those ones where, and I, I've probably said this, you know, to you a thousand times, like you can't hide anything. You know, we can't make a play that's going to hide our weakness. We can't work towards our strengths. You're either fast or you're slow, you're strong, you're weak. You know, you can either jump or you can't. And that that's kind of where our sport really like has no gray zone. You know, things are very, very black and white in our sport. You're either working or you're not, you know, you're having success or you're not. And so for our athletes, having a lot of experience with that and getting kind of used to that, I think is what really gets everybody prepared for that next level. I mean, I'm, I get excited about every single year and, and this year I get especially excited just because it is an Olympic year and we actually have athletes that have a, a real legitimate shot to make it. So love that i love that uh mentality there's there's no there's no gray zone you know when i when i dive on a mile 1.5 of a 5k i i know i'm not in shape yeah, you just, yeah we uh coach coach felix and coach sully they always joke around because they'll occasionally you know coach sully will hop in on a run with some of the yeah. distance runners and you know when you rock walk go with somebody like andrea louisa do who can knock out 10 miles no problem you know coach sully is going to be 30 soon he'll go out there and he'll be like well what mile are we on and she's like oh it's only it's only mile three we still have two more miles to go. And he goes, well, I'm just going to stop. And it's like, no, no, we, we went out five. You're five away. You got to go back five. There's You're no, not looping it today. Not, there's no loops today. Smart by her to take him on the Alden back. So that there's, there's right. no stopping early. She, she, knew that, she knew that was coming. Uh, yeah. You mentioned 10 straight years now, every year since you took over, you, you've been to the, you've had representation at the national championship three, this most recent uh, campaign. And that, and that was the most uh, that, that FIU has had. What is, what is your form? for identifying athletes that have potential you know a lot of them are in these field events um you know it's it's been we've had pole vaults 
uh, jab, now long jump here recently. Um, you know, what's the formula for identifying Mikael? You said we were, we were her only offer, right? So how do you find, you know, this untapped potential? And and then two years later, you know, second team, all American, what's the formula for identifying, you know, those, those diamonds in the rough and also just international athletes. Cause we really do put the international in FIU and how we recruit in the makeup of our roster. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take it under the hood. Um, we we have tried a lot of different routes when it comes to how we kind of recruit and identify talent in the pro, you know, for the program. We've had those moments where we, we sit back and go, Oh, Oh my gosh, we signed this kid. Well, wow. Right. And nearly every time that happens, that kid, really, that kid sometimes, most of the time doesn't really work out where we as uh, you know, let's take it on the flip side. When you look at athletes like a Mikhail Valentin or go back, I mean, take it back a few years, Teresa Russell or, um, you know, any of them, uh, Rima Odebor, when she first started here at the time, you know, it was, she was just another javelin thrower and, you know, won a national championship last year. So when we kind of look at it from the perspective of who is going to have the highest ceiling, we really try to get a large group. I mean, our, our team right now is, is pretty big. We have nearly 90 student athletes on the team and a good portion of them are scholarship student athletes. And the great thing about us being a public institution is we can, we can sign somebody for, a certain scholarship and, and, you know, that we're going to get a lot of like institutional help as well. That helps us sign a lot of kids. So we try to cast a wide net and there's just certain things we look for. We want kids with a chip on their shoulder. We want those kids that say, man, I, I won a state championship in Florida, which means something. Yeah. Why does no one want me? Like what, what, why hasn't X school called me or Y school called me? And, you know, I'm a very brazen person. I say, well, those schools are dumb. That's why they don't know. They don't, they don't see what we see. Maybe they have their nose up. I don't know. Um, but what we do is we start to identify people that are going to work. And then secondly, we identify event groups that we just know how to do better here at FIU. Let's just call it what it is. I, I think when it comes to the throws and the jumps, we, we've definitely put in a, a great um, foundation to the point now where, you know, if you're a high level javelin thrower or pole vaulter, you probably emailed us or, you know, or we've had some kind of conversation. Right. Even on the distance side with what Coach Felix has been able to do, and our, our our goals are a little bit different on that side. I mean, we're trying to win a conference championship with cross country. The, you know, we've really started to identify who's going to fit and who's not going to fit here, you know, and and Miami is a an interesting place. You know, it's one of those places that, what do, what do people say all the time? It'll, you know, get lost in the lights, I guess, yeah, is one I've way gotten, to put it. I've gotten lost, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've been lost many times. I found my way home. Um, <laughs> always get home. Always get home, but you know, you, you can kind of, you can get a little lost here in Miami mean, you got to find people that can handle the city and, and, you know, and, and, uh, uh, who is it? Coach Russell with, uh, you know, men's soccer. He always says, you know, are, are we recruiting somebody for, to be an athlete here or, or do they want a vacation? You right. know? And I think early in, in my career, you know, with our staff, we, it takes a while to kind of figure out who those kids are. Now it's kind of, you look at like kind of those red flags, you know, when, when someone emails you and says, okay, how far away is the beach? How much does parking cost? You're like, wait, 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 ask about practice, ask about yeah. this. Well, yeah, this probably isn't a good fit for you. And so I think for us, we've just, we, we really give an opportunity to athletes that feel like they can take it to the next level, but that maybe a certain school or a certain program they're looking at isn't quite giving them that, 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 that attention. And they now know with the foundation we've built up here over the last 10 years, well, I can do it here. I'm going to do it at FIU where I know I'm going to get supported. And, and the other thing, I mean, I, I don't think 
my, my friends, you know, and, and other teams are going to watch this and give me a hard time, but I don't think uh, other programs work as hard as we do when it comes to getting down and dirty and, and teaching and really starting from bare bones, like the ground, you know, I mean, we're not being handed the farm. We're being handed the bare land. You know, it's like, you figure it out. Like we don't have anything yet. And, but the cool thing is the way I look at our athletes, they have all the potential in the world. They have all the talent. We just kind of have to, to mold it, you know, a little bit. And, and I have kind of taken on this approach. And I think all of our coaching staff has the same approach. We don't lead by that. Do as I say, or, or and that's that, that's it. You know, yeah. we're more of a, let's work together. Let's work together, figure out what works for you. You know, if, if I have to like whack myself um, in the, in the foot with a javelin and you'll throw a mark that gets the Olympics, I'll hit myself with a javelin every day. <laughs> we'll do what it takes. And so I think we're one of those programs where nothing is above us when it comes to the work that you have to, to put in, we're going to do it. I mean, I probably lose the first like week or the first month of practice. I probably lose 10 pounds or some sweating outside from moving equipment and showing drills and just doing stuff. I mean, my gosh, you know, three years ago, I tore my Achilles because I was at practice trying to get in the mix and stuff. So totally. it's just one of those things where, yeah, that was a fun one. It's just one of those things where none of the work that you need to do, we it, it's not above us. Right. You know, we're the kind of coaches that, and I'm not trying to sit this out here as like a recruiting thing. I just, I just want people to know out there that we put in the time, we put in the effort. It's not just about checking off boxes at practice, you know? And I think when you kind of take that mentality to work every day, if we're not going to just do the work, we're going to do it to the best of our ability. And that might mean a little bit of sacrifice on the coach's part. I really think at the end of the day, that's just what makes it different. You know, when, when in the right. back of, uh, you know, all the coaches cars, we have our event group shoes for us to give out and give an example. I just think that goes a lot further than do the drill. Well, I can't do it. Well, you know, too bad. It's more about, let me show you, I will show you, you know, and I think our athletes appreciate that. And just the energy we bring to it. It's just, when you put all those things together of, of not of athletes that have the talent, maybe don't get the attention, have the chip on their shoulder. And then coaches that are willing to give you an environment where you are truly supported. That's just, it leads to, to where we've been now. And 17 All-Americans in the last nine years and hopefully some more this year. Yeah, you don't, you don't take that mentality of, of like getting in the weeds and, and dirt unless you really believe in a place. And, you know, you put, the, you put your resume out and just, you know, like you said, calling a spade a spade, there'd probably be opportunities to, to move up or be at power, the Power 5 level. But you really believe in, in what FIU's potential can be, the, the points it can score at the, at the national level. Like you get, three, you get three people to nationals. I mean, if they – a couple of them score. I mean, you're you're a top you're top twenty five team. You're a top twenty five right. team. We we nearly saw that with with Rima Otabor when she placed fourth. That I mean, our points total put us above a, a lot, a lot of schools. So really, anything. <laughs> a lot of happen. schools that are uh, in Miami Dade County. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Throwing that out there. <laughs> you, you get if you get a couple of athletes, you never you never know what'll happen. So you know, to to that point, you know what is what is behind a lot of that philosophy mentality for what do you, what is your vision for for what you feel that this program can be i know we were talking about it the other day it seems like we're at the point you can get a lot of athletes at least to the regional round of competition and, and in prelims and see what happens from there but what, what is your vision for what this can continue to be i look at um you know I, i'm i'm one of those coaches like i have i have my heroes in the sport too you know um Petros Kipriano, who's up at Illinois now, what he did at Georgia, I mean, he won two national championships, one on the women's side, one on the men, with 
a couple sprinters, one or two distance runners, and uh, and a very established um, and elite field field event, you know, group. And he basically did what no one else wanted to do. Not a lot of schools want to coach pole vault. You know, that is, I think, one of the cool things about FIU. You know, we're 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 like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. You know, and and when you look at javelin not a lot of programs want to coach javelin they don't want to coach hammer they don't want to they may not be willing to invest in their distance group they may not want to have to worry about paying for implements i mean there's just so many things that go into it the vision i have i'm kind of going back to it when we look at some of the programs northern uh, arizona is a school i look at university of new mexico those are programs that have won i believe national championships in cross country they did it, you know, with distance only programs. These, the, they didn't do it with um, kind of the, the more like traditional way we look at programs, like a big giant sprint group, like, you know, more of a balanced program. They didn't do it that way. They said, what works for where we are? Mm -hmm. And when I look at FIU and I think about the athletes we get here and the development we've been able to do, and the fact that, you know, I, like this incoming recruiting class, we've got some of the best athletes in the world coming here. You know, athletes that have competed at the world championships, you know, for under 20s and athletes that, you know, before they got here, are like, hey, coach, I'm going to be like a day late. You know, I can't make the first team meeting because I'm coming back from the European championships. Hey, not a problem. Um, <laughs> can accommodate. Yeah, well, well, well uh, no worries. You medal there. Yeah, not a problem. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, you know, and, and not to sound so like overconfident with it, but we're getting to a point where people around the world notice and they say, hey, you, that is what's going on there. Yeah, I want to be a part of that. And so I look at those programs that have won uh, national championships from the quote unquote, like mid-major level. And it just, it just tells me like, we can do this, you know? And I think there's like a, a very immediate goal of us wanting to be a top 25 program and understanding what that takes to be a top 25 program kind of got to score nine or 10 points. Yeah. Now some people sit there and they say, oh man, that's a lot of points. If you put in the foundation, if you put in the work, it's possible. You know, nothing's easy. I don't think anything's easy in our sport. I think when it comes to like uh, the women's track and field side, the participation numbers, it's it's the biggest sport in the NCAA. It's tough. We're, yeah. we're, we're talking now about the potential of, um, you know, not the potential, but just how many athletes qualify in our sport to the national championship. It's like 4%. When you look at kind of some of the other sports, like uh, I think men's soccer is like 25%, men's basketball there's a lot of basketball teams, but there's a lot of teams in the tournament. It's like 25, 30%. Track and field is the lowest. It's the hardest national championship to get into of any sport in college uh, athletics. And so we kind of take that mentality every day and we say, hey, if you get here, it was so hard to get here. You can do anything. You can win, you know? And so when I kind of go back to like, what's the vision for the program? I, I do see us being one of the best track and field programs in the country. You know, I, I I think the way we're going to do it is going to be a little bit differently than some of the more traditional programs. You know, um, it, it's not like, you know, you, you don't really see that as often anymore either. You don't really see the, okay, they had th two sprinters, two distance runners, two jumpers, two throwers, and a multi. Right. That's not really how our sport is anymore. Nowadays, it's, you know, you look at University of Florida for their men's side and you say, how did they win the national championship? Coach Sully and I were talking about this the other day and we're like, where do they score their points? was in the sprints, sprints and relays. And that was it. I think they had one jumper. Yeah. And so then you look at like, like the Georgia model a few years prior, it was like where they score all their points. It was all field events. You know, um, you look at uh, 
like Arkansas years ago, where do they score the points? Ah, they had one sprinter, one jumper and a bunch of distance runners, you know, how you kind of go about winning a championship in our sport is so cool to me because there isn't one model you have to follow. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so cool. And it's not like it's one of those models where it's like, I know with football, you know, or basketball, it's like, all right, we're going to have a bunch of, you know, we're going to play small ball. We're going to have, you know, post football. It's like, all right, we're going to run the ball. We need a big line. Do we need to stop the run? Like, how are we going to do this? And it's like, you kind of see the teams that win kind of all have a similar kind of makeup, you know, in our sport, you can go one year from some team having just pure distance to, wow, they won with all jumps. They won with all sprints or man, they had one of each and nobody was great, but they, they balanced it out. I mean, it's just so cool how you can, how you can kind of put together a winning program. And I think that's why everybody's right and everybody's wrong. And that, that's what makes it so cool because you, you kind of don't know what to expect each year. And, you know, before, um, you know, before, like, let's just say, you know, Remo Odebor was here, we would always have a good javelin thrower, but it wasn't an area where we said, oh, let's, let's get a lot of javelin throwers. It was like, oh, we have one that's pretty good each year. It might win a medal, might, you know, top three, get to regionals, probably not going to get to nationals to all of a sudden now it's like, we're javelin school. We're going to have four or five, six javelin throwers. Like we found out we're, we're good at it. And so it's one of those things where if you would have told me that four years prior, I'd say, I don't know. Now it's like, yep, let's do it. Yeah. Works for me. And so, you know, I always tell, you know, like, uh, uh, coach Sully, cause he'll be like, Hey, can I do this? I'm like, well, if it works, it works, you know, like, let's not try to like overthink things and, you know, fast is fast points are points. We don't care where they come from. So I think that's just kind of our mentality going long, long story here, you know, getting kind of getting back to it. We are a national program. I believe that I truly do. And and I know we get caught up in coach speak sometimes and we're going to do this and that. And, and sometimes you start to hear like the broken record of programs, but I'll, I'll say this. Um, I know the new NCAA football, I think it got delayed until next year, you know, the, the, the video game. Oh yeah. I yeah. was never somebody that liked to play with the powerhouse team. I like, I used to like to play with the team that was just like, I've never heard of this school. Let's see if we can get them to win a national championship. I think that like that ground up plant the seed, which I love gardening. I'm an avid gardener. I, I don't like to buy plants, I like to buy seeds and start from zero. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think just kind of that mindset of like, let's, let's, let's go from zero to hero here. And we're in the midst right now, FIU, of being that like, hey, they're they're getting there, you know, and and you can't talk about successful mid-majors track and field and not talk about FIU and some of the things we do. And so that's what I want. We want to turn heads here. And I don't know what that's going to end up with, with like the national championship, but like we're committed to this being like, we want to do the unthinkable, the, the impossible, the things that other people think we can't. And I think that kind of taking that mindset every single day to what we do, it's just, it's just what separates us, you know, from, from those other programs. And I think that moving, moving forward, we, we know where it can go. And it may seem a little crazy to some people, but to us, it's just, it's just what we got to do the next day. Well, eight, eight straight years at, uh, at the national championships has made a statement, uh, by the way, tangent, uh, very excited to play as FIU on that, on that video game, uh, next year. That's where I found FIU. Side, side tangent. I, I haven't entered my gardening stage yet, but I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. sure it's coming. Yeah, I'll get yeah. you. I'll get you a tomato plant. I'll I've, bring. I've reached thirty. Yeah, you give me one plant, I'll probably be hooked <laughs> on growing my own tomatoes. 
Sound fun, actually. Now fun that I think about it. Uh, moving forward, before we get into garden talk, uh, last thing here, Coach Felix's uh, cross country. They just had their their highest finish at the conference championships in, in program history last year. Um, you know, in, in addition to that, what, what what Felix is built with with cross, and then you'll get into indoor. Just what what has you what has you excited about the the upcoming year with with FIU and you know starting with cross country and just moving forward to indoor and outdoor. What uh, what are you looking forward to here this upcoming year? Well. Andrea Louisa do. She's one of our returners um, with cross country. She, or within the, even in that, I, I look at it as the distance group, you know, it's, we have three seasons, but, um, but, but she's kind of leading the charge there. And we brought in three freshman athletes um, and uh, from Spain, we have another young woman from France. Um, and then we have uh, Lorena who's coming in from Croatia, coupled with the athletes we already have here. I feel like we have a great foundation, a great base uh, they just finished running their summer seasons back home. They all dropped some amazing times. I think Ann uh, went uh, 424 in her last 1500. Um, you know, these are great times. These are times we weren't recruiting, you know, five, six years ago. So when you start to look at some of the athletes we have coming in, the expectation gets a lot higher. And we finished fourth last year. Coach Felix and I have talked about it. And, and I'll, I support that program any way that I possibly can. We want a trophy. We are going to have to be very um you know we're gonna have to be very diligent with how we train and how we work but you know coach felix and i had a conversation after the the cross country championships last year and and he, he you know we're sitting there in the hotel room just kind of taking a breather and you know he's bothering me and i was trying to watch my netflix but he was just like listen we can do this and you know he showed me that for you know we looked at that fourth place finish and we said we, we can do this and so you know typical coaches we sit there and start to like do the math of all right, what do we have to do this year? What do we have to do the next year? And we don't want to put like a, a cap or a limit on our success. We just want to say, let's be better. Let's just be better. Yeah. Whether that's a better average time for the team, whether that's a better uh, point scoring or better, it's a better place. We just want to be able to show improvement there. I mean, that's our most important thing with cross country. Well, that's, it's exciting to look at it. Look, as a, as a distance person here previously, I know how hard it is to recruit to, to cross country in South Florida, but you when know, you're in the it, asphalt it, jungle, it can be. Yeah. But there are <laughs> there are benefits, and if you can you can get through the training, you're you're going to be a strong strong runner. You just got to you got to run at four a.m. before the sun comes out. That's all. <laughs> got to get up. That's the secret. <laughs> run early, get sleep. That's the the secret sauce for distance. Um, well, it's been fun, Coach. I know I know it's been a, a eventful summer for you. Uh, from from Eugene to Costa Rica, uh, and that'll only continue here as as the fall practices get get kicked off for you. But uh, as as much FIU pride as, as anyone in our department, and uh, as much success as well. So thanks for the time. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you. Best of luck here this season. You have a good one, AJ. Pause up. Pause up.